Hi guys, I'm Bubba Wheat. And I am Rob Branch. And we are coming at you with a new podcast called Lyrical Innuendo, where we have every episode ask the question that is the most important question in music. And that is, is this song about sex? Mm. So you can find us at rabbitholepodcast.com on Anchor or Stitcher. Yeah, that sounds good. So why don't you just sit down, pop a Viagra, and um, make sure to swallow, because this is going to get deep. Hey, just to warn you guys, yes, this is a podcast about board games, but we use a lot of adult language and adult situations, so listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Cinegamer, a podcast that takes a look at board games based on intellectual properties. I am your host, Jason Soto, and I am joined here with my co-host, Rob Branch. Hello, Robert. How are you on this fine, frosty, not-as-frosty evening? Am I in trouble? My first name got used. My official first Robert, name. Robert, middle name, Branch. You get over <laughs> here right now, Mr. Branch. I do know Again. your middle. I know your middle name. I just don't know if you want me to say it out loud. So no, I'm so, yeah. No, no. Yeah, I'm doing good. <laughs> I am ironically good. The holidays are over. <laughs> um, for a lot of people that don't know, I'm not a holiday kind of guy. Yeah. So uh, the holidays, they're they're not really great. But you know, the day um, after holiday, some jag was like, "Hey, you know, you want to go and play some board games?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, sure. Why not?" <clears throat> and you, know, you mean Jag? You mean this Jag and this Jag's magnificent partner? Well, I was saying, I'm like, yeah, and this Jag brought this other Jag. Um, <laughs> hey, 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 hey! You can call the one person a Jag, but I will not no, let you call no. the other person I'm a Jag. Them both? No, Jags. no, I will not stand for it. This slander so yeah, will no, not we, stand. We some... <laughs> I will not stand for this slander. I'm not a crook. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, I, you know, it, it some board games. It was pretty cool, you know. So I mean, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm glad you had fun that day. Um, How are you, you jag? <laughs> uh, no, I'm doing good. Yeah, we're uh we're we're recording this a little bit later in the month that we normally record this episode. Yeah. Uh, but this will be out on the first. So happy New Year to everyone listening. Welcome to yes. 2023. It is 2023 when you listen to this. May baby New Year not poop in your diapers. And uh, we are covering a we're covering a game that I think is pretty um, ir- ironic. We keep saying ironic all day today. It's been the word yeah. today is the word of the day is ironic. Um, Today's word of the day is ironic it's actually not even really ironic it's more fitting i think that's the word i was trying to find it's more fitting we're going to be covering a game called Frostpunk. uh it is going to be january i'm sure it's going to get much colder than it has been we got we got a rough couple of months fellas so let's 
Uh, buckle in. But before we do that, let's do some ad spots, shall we? Ad spots. We got to do some ads. So, in case you didn't know, everything we do here at Rabbit Hole Podcast is sponsored by Audible. You can go to audibletrial.com slash rabbitholepod and try it absolutely free for 30 days. You can download any audiobook, original show, or podcast that you want. And after 30 days, you just pay $14.99 a month. You get access to thousands and thousands of audiobooks, shows, or podcasts. Uh, you can cancel any time. And if you do, anything that you've downloaded, you just get to keep. So there's no risk of losing what you've listened to if you're in the middle of something. Uh, and you decide to cancel the Audible. You can you get to you get to listen keep on listening to uh Fifty Ways to Leave Your Lover by Paul Simon. Wait, that's a song. It might be a 50 book. Ways, 50 it ways it could be a book by Robert Branch. There's your book. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Before anyone thinks that was mean. <laughs> Before anyone calls me out for being mean, I, that was a joke. Anyway, audibletrial.com slash rabbit hole pod. Go ahead. Use that link. It helps us out here on the network, and you support indie podcasts like us. You can also go to patreon.com slash rabbitholepods. $3 a month. You get early access to every episode of every Rabbit Hole podcast show that is currently running. You get to hear them early, uh, as early as a week. Sometimes if we do Cinegamer early enough, you might get like a half a month's advance listen like you know we got to be on our shit to do that but we'll fulfill your addiction early exactly uh so patreon.com slash rabbit hole pods you can check that out three bucks a month early access and there's also all kinds of great bonus stuff on there um mainly from when it was just the whatever patreon uh but there's still a lot of great like top five lists top ten lists uh a lot of great bonus segments um some cool music stuff I did with Lackey, our friend Lackey. Uh, there's all kinds of great stuff uh, on there to check out. So, patreon.com, rabbit hole pods. Okay, before we get to the episode at hand, I want to kind of give a, a slight update on something I want to talk about. So, a couple of months back, we did uh, we were doing the episode, uh, the adjacent IP episode with uh, our friend Toby. And we were both talking about the game that was... Uh, on Kickstarter uh, called Escape from New York. Um, and Toby and I were very excited for it. Rob, you were less than enthused. Um, mm-hmm. Only because you said you've never seen the movie, which I, I forgot until right now. That was your reasoning. And I, I should have see it, actually. I've, I've, I've fulfilled my... Oh, you did go see it. Okay. Yes. So what do you think of the movie? Let's get to that first before uh, I get to my update. Basically, I, you know, it was... It was better than I thought. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Okay. It was. I'm kind of mad I didn't kickstart the game. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, you're gonna have two people who have the game, so you, you, you so you're set. You're, you're all right. Yeah, I'm good. So, I'm so, good. so, so you'll be able to play it. So don't, don't worry. Um. Okay, but good. I'm glad you liked the movie, and uh, I look forward to playing the game. I'm very excited for it. Hope it doesn't let me down. Um. But uh, so there was a weird thing that happened uh, a few weeks ago, uh, in regards to the pledge manager of Escape from New York. Um, and in case anyone out there doesn't know me, let me tell you what happened. Um, tell me, Jason. Tell me. 
so the day came. So the Kickstarter ended, and it fulfilled, and they they got their money, they got their goal, and they were like, you know, hey, you know, you, yeah, everyone, we're, you're gonna get your games, and we're like, yay. So typically, how uh, it's actually actually this is on GameFound. Let me make that clear. It's GameFound, which I'm not very familiar with. I've hardly ever used GameFound. This was actually the first game I fully backed. I've on used GameFound Game a lot. Um, I usually use Kickstarter, which is very. And after this experience, I don't, I don't know. I might just stick with Kickstarter. Um, but uh, what happened was they then sent an email about like a week or two after it funded. Saying, okay, hey, now the pledge manager is open. You just you you go to you go to the the website, uh, click on the pledge, and you pay for the shipping, which is typical. That's typical for when you crowdsource a game. You gotta then yeah. pay for the shipping. That's fine. That was all well and good. I was perfectly okay with that. I go to the website and I follow the instructions. It says click on pledge manager. Actually, it says to click on open pledge. And when I did that, it wanted me to buy a whole new game. Instead of saying shipping, and however much the shipping was, I already forgot. Uh, I was like 20 bucks. No, it wasn't even 20 bucks. It was like 15 bucks, I think, for the shipping. Uh, no, they were like, hey, here's Escape from New York, the board game. Here's all the add-ons. Here's the stretch goals. Uh, blah, blah, blah. That's all that was on there. Now, remember, I said I've never used GameFound before, so I'm thinking I'm missing something. So I'm, like, rooting around on this website. I'm looking around. I'm, I'm clicking on things. I'm looking everywhere. I see nothing about shipping. Um, and so I'm like, what the fuck am I missing? Like, like what the hell's going on? So I ask our friend Toby, who's more... He, he, he uses GameFound way more than probably you and I combined. <laughs> And so I'm like, let me ask Toby if I'm missing something. So I said to him, I'm like, hey, uh, I'm trying to pay for the shipping for Escape from New York, and it won't let me. He says, oh, yeah, I did it. It was really easy. I clicked on the open pledge. The shipping was right there. All I hit was uh, pay shipping, and it took me to my credit card info. I hit pay the 15 bucks or whatever, and I was good. And I'm like, oh, fuck, what am I missing? So... Um, so I spend another like 20 minutes rooting around this website. I'm deleting cookies. I'm restarting my account. I'm doing everything. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? So finally, um, I get the idea. Let me look in the, you know how they get the section where it's like, you know, the like the people leave comments about the. Yeah, yeah. So I said, let me go look in the comments. Let me see if someone else is having this issue. Um, cause this is, this is probably too new for board game geeks. Probably not going to be on there yet. So let me go to the game found, you know, little forum section and no, it was a bug in the game found website. Um, a lot of people also had the same issue as I did. Now, Toby was lucky enough to not even have this happen to him. I think he was one of the rare ones who it didn't happen to, but everyone else, like a lot of people were complaining, like, Hey man, we we went to go do the pledge and it made us. Some people actually went and rebought the game, thinking that was what you had to do to get to the shipping. Mm. So someone paid like an extra eighty bucks for, for the game, <coughs> and so uh, people are like complaining. It was a wall of complaints of like, "Where's the shipping? Where's the shipping? Where's the shipping? I bought a new game. Where's the shipping?" So finally, the company that's doing the... I forget who the company is right now. Uh, Pendragon, I think. 
Um, yeah, I'm, a, I'm actually reading some of this right now. Um, they <laughs> had kind of funny. Uh, they had to come out and be like, "Hey, we're aware. Um, we're now aware of the situation. It's a bug on GameFounds, and we're gonna work with them. So everyone, just sit tight. Uh, if you repurchase the game, we'll refund you, and we'll get you sorted out. It took them a week for them to fix this shit. That's not bad." I guess, but I thought it would have been like a day. <laughs> I thought like the next day they would have had like, okay, now you can go. But no, it took a week. And That's finally, not bad, man. And actually, um, um, yeah, they they sent the email like, okay, the pledge manager's fixed now. You can go pay for your shipping. And uh, yeah, that, then I finally got, uh, I finally paid for my shipping. So. In a so, year's okay. time, I will be getting Escape from New York. <laughs> so here's the thing about GameFound. I I use Kickstarter, all right? And uh-huh. then um, sometimes some of the Kickstarters, like, you know, your pledge manager is through GameFound, right? Yeah. So what they'll do is they will deposit the money that I have from Kickstarter into my GameFound account mm-hmm. and say, well, you know, this is – you just got to pay shipping through it. But we also have extra crap for you. Yeah, yeah, In yeah. case you want to, you know – so I've like um I, I'm actually looking at my account right now. Like uh we actually me and you both got Boogeyman the board game. I got that through Kickfound. Yep. Um Dead by Daylight, I paid for that, the shipping, uh Final Girl Series Two, um uh, Lobotomy series uh Lobotomy Two Manhunt. Um just just a lot of games, you know. So yep. I've never had a problem with GameFound. Um I firmly believe that they are a very reputable company um okay. it i would not i would not let this one situation deter you like because sometimes they have games on GameFound that are not on kickstarter yeah you know? no i know yeah i know like this one for so, example was never on yeah, kickstarter right so the fact that they knew that it was a bug and they fixed it a week later coming from an it background that is good um <laughs> okay I've seen it to where companies, you know, they get hacked and then like um LastPass got hacked back in August. Mm. Um and if anybody doesn't know what LastPass is, LastPass is a, a company that helps you um basically it, it helps you track your passwords online. Oh yeah, yeah. And also helps you create passwords, you know, and so yep. they found out that somebody hacked them and some information was stolen but some wasn't and that was back in August. And they, in beginning of December this this month, they were like, hey, by the way, guys, uh, just sorry to let you know, but we got hacked back in August. Nah. So, and it's, you know, it's nothing against them. They they probably had to go through, you know, the police and make sure everything was good and the PA department, all this jazz. But the fact that GameFound um, fixed this within a week's time is good. So I'm actually looking at the site right now and I'm looking at the Escape from New York and I'm like, Hmm. Should I should I get a next paycheck? <laughs> I probably will. I probably will. Okay. You bastard. Okay. Well, I mean, like I said, you got two friends who's who's gonna have a copy. So yeah, but you but you know I'm gonna try and one up you both on this. I mean, you know, if as far as game lords go, it's Toby than me than you. Why are I you mean, above me? I probably have more games than you. We'll have to put that to the test someday. We will. I'm going to count. You know what? So to anyone who doesn't listen to my other podcasts, 
who only listen to this one, I've recently become unemployed. Uh, so I got some free time on my hands. Uh, so I'm going to I'm gonna take inventory of my games. I'm going to count how many I got. Um, now, is this going to... Now, Rob, for this little challenge... This includes wait, 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 wait. board games. Is this going to include expansions? Fuck. Because uh, <laughs> the reason I ask no, is because... I'm going to say no, because... Uh, well, okay. So there's well, a difference here. Okay. All right, explain. Ex- uh, give, me your, give me your comment. So I, I have two things I want to bring up. And then okay. they'll let you say what you got to say. So you just mentioned Boogeyman. Right, right. So I got the expansion for Boogeyman. It's its own separate box. Is it standalone? You do need the base game for it. So Okay, then no. We're not okay. going to count that. All right. Now, your second thing. Okay. Um, I don't know if you have this game, but I had Time Stories. Oh, God, no. I hate that game. Okay. I love Time Stories. That was... I really well. I loved it up until the end. Okay. Um, okay. The the last couple were very lackluster and was a big disappointment. But mm-hmm. the first like few were fucking amazing. Anyway, you're gonna ask. You're gonna ask. Can you include? Can you count each time story as a separate thing? Right. I'm curious about that now. And that's gonna... just an example. I'm giving. I'm listening. That has an example. They are considered standalones, right? Well, see, that's what's weird. You need the base game, but the scenarios give you all new stuff to put into. So it's kind of like like buying like a Sega Genesis, and then you buy this. This is this is this is how we will decide. Okay, you include all your games, and we'll include time stories as separate games. Okay. So um, technically, they're modules because, like, for example, Red Dragon Inn. Okay, yeah. Um, there he Red Dragon one. Inn. They're standalones, but you can play the characters in other games. You're right. You can mix them. Yes. So you do that. Um, if okay. If you bank over three fifty, you win. Okay. We'll see. I'm I'm getting I'm, a loose. I'm looking at my games here, and I'm getting a loose count of what I have. So okay. Well, I will. I will do a count. I will do an inventory. I'm going to update my board game. Geek list, because I'm not sure I haven't done that in like forever. I do kind of want to go through and see if there's any I want to sell since I'm gonna need money soon. Um, <laughs> um, so that's actually probably gonna be a good time. So yeah, I'm gonna take. I'll take inventory soon, yeah. and then we'll, so what's we the will. Prize? What's the prize? Prize? Um, we have no. to have a prize here. Oh, what can it be? What can it be? What can it be? Hmm. We'll we'll think about that. We'll think about that. Yeah, because we'll I don't want to make it anything monetary. Because right now I don't, I can't afford it. You're unemployed. <laughs> you know, Jason, um, it's been a long time since my feet have had massages. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think you, you could pay me literally what I made at my previous job, and I would still probably say no. That's and good, I got paid. I, I don't. Want, I got paid really well too. So I don't want to touch your Hobbit feet. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I definitely don't want to touch yours. Uh, and you probably got more hobbity feet than I do. Uh, my, mine are more ogre feet. Well, that's that's no that's no better. <laughs> that's not any better. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um. Okay. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Fair, okay. Fair. Anyway. Um. Okay. Well, that that I just wanted to give a quick update on that. So, um, let's move on to the main topic. Um. Rob and I, along with Toby and our uh, friend Tim, Tim Hodges, who was on the last, the yeah, the last episode, the thing, mm-hmm. the thing episode, we got to play a game called 
Frostpunk, the board game. Um, it is published by Glass Cannon Unplugged. Um, I'm not even going to attempt to try to say the designer names or the artists. Uh, but they are the same... Uh, I don't know if it's the same company or... Um, it is based on a video game. And I think that video game was made by the same people who made this no. war of mine. Yeah, oh, no, you're sorry. I, I stand corrected. Yeah, I was going to say um, Frostpunk was made by 11-Bit Studios, who also, you're right, they did This War of Mine. Um, I'm looking and 11-Bit, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at their site right now. They also did Children of Morta, um, Beat Cop, Tower 57, <clears throat> a couple yeah. other weird ones, Anomaly 2. Um, I've not, I've so, yeah, yeah. Um, it looks now, like a, a lot of their games are, are a lot of the games are like eight bit, you know, sixteen bit games. But this War of Mine, much different. Um, Frostpunk, Jesus. So let's uh, let's let, okay. Uh, so just for some basis, um, let's let's quickly, very quickly, just gloss over uh, this War of Mine. Yeah. Um, it is uh, it's a very, 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 very uber depressing <laughs> board game. Yes. Now I've never played the video game. I don't even know it was a video game until this board game came out. It's actually on sale right now. The, this War of Mine? No, 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 Frostpunk. Oh, I'm talking about this War of Mine right now. Oh, this War of Mine. Oh, keep yeah. up, that's Rob. Actually, Come on, no, keep up, Rob. On sale too. That's actually all. Eleven bit studio games are all on sale right now. Okay. I will. I will accept that. You could um, buy this war mine for eighty for three dollars and ninety nine cents. So, um, okay. Uh, shit. This war of mine. This no, I know. I was just trying to do something on my screen here. Um, so this war of mine, the board game. Now I'm gonna talk about the board game. I've not played the video game, but the board <sighs> game is like a, a a very depressing story driven game. Uh. Somewhat worker placement, like a little bit, like a little bit, not not a lot. I'm not a fan of worker placement games, but you are putting, you know, you got people and you put them in spots and then they do things. And if that's your definition of worker placement, that's a worker placement game. But then uh, there's two phases of the game. There's a day phase where you're messing around in your house trying to improve it, build it up so you don't get cold or get frostbite, blah, blah, blah. And then at night, you're going out into the town and the town you're in is there's a war happening hence the mm-hmm. name and you're uh you're just these citizens in this in this it's it's an unnamed country you know somewhere possibly in the middle east um they don't really ever say the country uh but the people who made the game were actually from like a war torn country and so they made this game to kind of show their experiences of whatever war this was. I'm very sorry for the bad information, but um, well, anyway, it's assumed it's assumed that um, based on like how the game is built and based on like the graphics and all that, it is somewhere in like you know the areas of like Chechnya in that uh, area. Russia. Yeah, yeah. No, so yeah, it's, it's, it's around very there. you know it's very and, German. Uh, you know that. The, it, <clears throat> Eastern, you know, European area. So, um, every year at Gen Con, uh, <laughs> me, Toby, our friend Sarah, oh god, and then and then it ranges after that, but usually it's us, us three. Uh, every year at Gen Con, and this started like five years ago, maybe six years ago. Uh, we just started playing it at Gen Con. Um, like Saturday night at Gen Con, we just we just we just played this game. I played it last year. It was. Uh... 
we were depressing. But uh, yeah, it's an odd, it's a god game to play during like a very happy time for board gamers. But we like to do it because it's, it's. I don't want to say it's fun because it's a very depressing game, but it's kind of fun because of the storytelling part. Because you're going around, and then you experience these things, and then it tells you, oh, in this book, go to like parag like paragraph. 875 and then you read a story and then it gives you choices and it's like you know you go into the school and you see a bunch of kids who are fighting and then it's like to break up the fight go to page 904 uh, so it's it's like to, tales of arabian nights to to join into the fight go to like <laughs> 785 and then you talk about what you want to do and then you go the to the page leader, go to 421 yeah so yeah you do that and then it tells you you know what happened and then there's consequences. Someone might die, most likely 99% no, of the time. No, someone's going to die. There's someone's going to die. <clears throat> um, anyway, yeah, it's a, it's a rip-roaring good time. So anyway, so those people that made that video game. Jason, quick question for you. Yes. So you guys have done this for, what, like a few, years Like now? five, six years maybe? Like around 2016 going around on? Around there, yeah. Okay, because... I'm looking at the uh, the the Steam game count for it, and it actually was uh, created. It was released in November 14th of 2014. Okay. And since then, it the the video game itself has sold like over six million copies. So this is a very favorite game. It's one of those games where you know you're gonna lose, but you're gonna fight your life for it. You know. So yeah. Yeah, it yeah. kind of you know the timeline does match up because if they did a board game of it, they did it pretty it quickly. I think it was a Kickstarter. You know yeah. what? It was a Kickstarter because Toby's got every fucking thing for it. That makes sense. So uh, I think it, so. It must have got Kickstarted really Fuck quickly. You, Toby, we love you. It must have got Kickstarted really quickly. Um, but okay. So anyway, the company that made that video game made another video game called Frostpunk, which is another video game that I've never uh. heard of. I never heard of this. I, 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 I actually I barely heard of the board game. I only started hearing about it because I follow board game uh, groups on Facebook, and people were getting these in. Like they were like, "My copy of Frostpunk is in," yeah. and I'm like, "What the fuck is Frostpunk?" Like I never, I never even heard the Kickstarter when it was out. Like it was, it just came out of fucking nowhere. And so Toby, of course, got got a copy. And it and, was expensive. And he was like, you guys want to try it. Now, the things that I was reading on the Facebook posts when they were those people were opening up their Frostpunk, they were like, we're reading the rules, and holy crap, this is a heavy-ass game, and there's a lot it going is. on, and it it's been really hard to learn, and blah, blah, blah. So that made me nervous. To anyone who doesn't know me as a board gamer, I do not do heavy games. And I admit that I fully I'm not I'm not That's a poser. Fair. I'm yeah. not a poser. I'm pretty comfortable in the games that I play. I, I do a fucking podcast about IP board games. How heavy can I possibly get? Yeah, right. We we, 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 looked, at, <laughs> we looked at Home Alone for Christ's sake. Exactly. So you know I don't do super heavy games, but I'm also willing to try stuff out. Um, I'm willing to like you know if someone invites me like you know, Toby said hey you want to try out this game. I'll give it a shot. I'm like, it might not be for me. I might not like it um, in the long run, but I'll give it a go. I want to. I want to try it because everyone's That's talking fair. about it. You know, people are have one opinion or another about it. I want to see what the big deal is. I'm I'm one of those people who are very curious about why is everyone talking about. It. I'm the same yeah. way with movies. 
But there's a movie that comes out that people either really love or they really hate. I gotta go see it to see what the big deal is. I'm the same way. I'm the same way with with movies and board games. So when I got invited to do this, I'd never heard of it. I was a little worried because of everything I heard about it being heavy. But I also trusted Toby, and he was like, "Yeah, I learned it. I, I'll teach you. It's not that bad." Um, well, also to be fair, Toby has played a lot of board games. That was why I trusted I, him. That's why I trusted I him. Guarantee you, he's played a board game where the instructions were written as if Deadpool wrote them. <laughs> no, that's probably that's that's probably fair. That is totally fair. Um, so okay, so we go play this. Um, I want to describe the 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 night first and then we're going to kind of get into the game itself so we go this i have like maybe 20 percent expectations because i'm worried about the heaviness of it i'm like lowered expectations (laughs) (laughs) holy shit i didn't think anyone else remembered i didn't think anyone else remembered what the fuck that was Wow, that was a callback and a half. Holy uh, you're shit. You're welcome, society. I love you. <laughs> Nobody else probably knows what the fuck that is, but I know exactly no, no, what you're referencing. There's going to be one guy. There's going to be one guy. Oh, my from, God. From, like, Norway who's going to be listening <laughs> to this and be like, I know, Lord, expectation. We're, yeah. we're, we're kind of big in Brazil for some reason. I don't know what, what's up with us in Brazil. My Brazilian ladies. What's up? Hello. We like your little strip. Anyway. Um, <laughs> little landing strip. Um, so I had, like, really low expectations. I was, like, 20%. And I'm like, I want to give it a chance, but I'm worried. And my worries were accurate. Um, he started explaining things. And, like, half an hour in, my eyes was, like, glazed Yeah, I over. saw that. I saw I that. was just, like, I was just, I, 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 I. I was so tempted to go, what? <laughs> but he was so deep into what? He was so deep into the explanation. I didn't want him to re-explain everything. So I thought, okay, wait. So now when this happens, Toby will typically go first because he knows the game better. I'll he see what he it, does, yeah. and I'll try to kind of not mimic him exactly, but get like an idea. But yeah. this is a this this is the kind of game where and I that's think a good you strategy. But I think this is the kind of game where you can't do that because you got to do different things. Like on each of your turns, you got to kind of do different things. So it's and the other thing that I had going against it, and I've said this earlier, it's a worker placement game. I am not a fan of worker placement games only because you have to know like five turns in advance what you're trying to accomplish. And I can't plan that far ahead. I am not that much of a planner. Some games you do. There are some games that you have to you have to think ten paces ahead. Yeah. But there are also some worker placement games that are really easy. Yeah. And so this, I, I will say with you, Jason, I agree with you on this, and I, I apologize for interrupting you. No, you're fine. Um, this is one of those games where you. Well, okay. Let me let me phrase it like this. You want to think five steps ahead. But you can't really think what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Because the, there are there are elements of the game that really fuck you over fast. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a wor- it is a worker placement game, and um, 
there's like a shit ton of boards. Like you got the main board in the center, and then you got a. I'm I'm trying to remember all of them. Hopefully you can help me. There's, there's a board there's, that has like hope and justice or something. Yeah. Um. There was a board that had like the, the so okay in the middle of the there's main board. Leaders. In the middle of the main board, there's this big tower thing. Yeah. And uh, that represents, the like, the heat. The furnace. It's the furnace. So yeah. there was a second board that represent the furnace. And if you had it turned on, uh, what around the furnace was heated and not heated. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, there was a third board that... Social justices. Was, yeah, that. Uh, Toby was doing this board that, that looked... Oh, my God. Like, you had to be, like, a fucking accountant to figure this out. <laughs> it was, like... It controlled like the food, the population, yep. uh, how many how many people were in play. Like it was a whole fucking. I, if I had to run that board, I would have just fucking burnt it because what the fuck was that board? Um, there was a board that I was running that was the uh, kind of like it was kind of a like it's a story driven game sort of. There's these cards yeah. that have stories in it, but there was this deck of cards that had like different like situations, but mm-hmm. they didn't get shuffled in right away um so you had to like add them eventually i was in charge of that there was a daytime and a nighttime thing i remember um there was a board that that had the workers on it so all of us shared the workers we didn't have our own workers and that's kind of i would have i would have liked this game if if it spoiler i didn't like the game sorry i'm jumping ahead to that but oh my god <laughs> no because <clears throat> i kind of let that slip but you um, savage bastard you i'm okay with a cooperative worker placement game because now i have other people who are like controlling the workers so it's like okay so on my turn i can just like okay this guy's gonna go to this spot and he's gonna gather wood because we needed wood to burn stuff, yeah, if I remember, if I remember correctly. So I'm like, I can't fuck that up. Like, like well, we, we need the wood. wood to build buildings. I'm sorry, that's what it was. We needed coal, need coal, coal to, to burn. Yes. You're right. You're right. That's right. That's right. So yeah, we needed wood to build buildings. We needed coal to burn the furnace. So I was like, I, I was like, okay, my turn. I got a guy. Okay, what do we need to do? Oh, we need to turn this furnace on. Oh, yeah. there's a spot over here that has coal in it. Obviously, I'm going to put my guy on the spot. There's coal. We're going to put it into the spot where the coal goes. We're going to light this thing on fire. That was my turn. Tim, what are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to go to the spot with the wood. <laughs> I'm going to go with the wood so that we can build buildings. We're going to light the wood on fire. Yeah, and, and, and it went like that. I was okay with that part. It was Oddly enough, the worker placement part was not my problem. Believe it or not. I know that sounds fucking weird to come out of my mouth, but that was the least of my problems. Here was my problem. Well, mm-hmm. several. One of several problems. Um, All right, ladies and gentlemen, please get a pen and paper and write the list down. Well, and actually, before I do my problems, I should probably explain kind of what we're doing. Let me actually backtrack a bit here. I'm jumping way ahead. I'm sorry. So, okay, the object of the game, it's it's a cooperative game. And uh, we all played the, It's like a future society. Or was it? No, it wasn't the future. It it's was like an alternate. Well, but it was like an alternative timeline. We're we're like in the 1920s or something. Uh, But it's like a it's supposed to be like a steampunk uh, apocalypse type thing. I never got a steampunk feel out of this game, but I can see why. It was supposed it was supposed to from what I've read. 
Um, and we're we're this society who you didn't is... get fur you didn't get far enough to get the steampunk feel of it. Yeah, that's that's probably true. That's probably accurate. I mean, um, to be fair, the first time we both played this, we got our asses reamed. Oh yeah, and I'm not talking like um, you know, <clears throat> prison style. No, I'm talking like tentacle porn with no lube style. Not once. Okay. All right, well, but, but twice. All right. <laughs> um, I broke Jason. So no, we're. I'm just trying to get through the description of the game. Yeah, no, no, no. So no. we're. So we're just like group of people in a society who's uh decided to camp make camp by this big giant furnace thing and we decided upon ourselves to focus all of our resources and everything to get this furnace going so that we can heat up the land around us because it's it's a nuclear winter style post-apocalypse where it's like it's like negative like how it was this past weekend in indianapolis that's yeah. basically the we could have played yeah. this game this weekend really it would have been really thematic as fuck friday afternoon negative <laughs> two degrees for no reason exactly saturday so degrees so um it's super cold and you're trying to warm up like the areas around you and then you're also trying to build up your society so you got to get these buildings made and then you're also trying to pass laws um we actually had a discussion about child labor laws, which was the funniest fucking conversation I've ever been a part of, because we were literally asking ourselves, do we want to put the children to work? Should that be something we should be doing? And we were like, eh. And we decided, in, so in, okay, so Rob, you played a second game. We'll get yes. to that second game in a minute. Yes. So in the game that I, I was in. I'm gonna, Jason, I'm going to let you talk about everything, and then the second game, I have so much to talk to you about. Okay. So in in the game that I played in, uh, we decided not to use the children. I don't know what our reasoning was. I don't remember if it was just we actually felt housing. bad. Housing. It might have okay. It might have been a house. I I don't honestly remember. I'm going to take your word on that. I don't honestly remember. <laughs> but we decided not to make the children workers, which means there were literally three worker pieces that we were never using. So that could have been our downfall. Absolutely, it was. Um, it was. But uh, so then we had three just worker pieces we were just not using at all for the rest of the game. So we're using all these other worker pieces, um, and um, we're trying to get like all this stuff accomplished. Like, and there's a lot of shit we got to do. Like, there's so much I can't even remember it all. It was like we had to like do these scenario cards. We had to do these little like situational cards. We had like a secondary thing where there was like a. Like, we could send a guy out to go, like, scavenging, like, outside of the camp. And, like, every so often we would move his piece, like, up this path. So we had that going on. There was, like, so much shit happening. Um, we also had to manage the food versus the number of people that we had in our camp. Um, health. We had to track health. Lot. We had to track health. There was a lot of shit we had to track. We had to track people's happiness. We had to track the justice. We had to track hope. There was yep. all this shit we had to track. It was just a fucking lot. Okay? 45 minutes into the game, my brain just fucking shut down. <laughs> I was done. And you, Mr. Robert Middle Name Branch... You kept calling me out in front of everybody, making me feel weird, 
Because you're oh, like, I did. I'm Jason, sorry. you're like, I Jason, what's now. wrong with you? Jason, what's wrong with you? Oh, are you okay? You looked, and, okay, to be fair. I must have looked fair. fucking miserable. No, no, to be fair, you looked sleepy. You looked very tired. Well, this was when I was working, and this was after I got off of work. I think this was a day where you, like, <clears throat> not only did you work, but you were up, like, four, two hours before work. So. I Probably. It was and, like a 10-hour day, and then you were playing this really heavy game, and the entire and time, I did not understand at all. Yeah, no, 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 no. Completely. So, I I must have just looked fucked. I, I, and, and you, you and well, and then, sleepy. And you were sitting across from me, so you kept, like, asking me, and I'm trying to pass, because I didn't want to make Toby feel bad, because it's his game, right? So, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to get into it. I'm really, I really was trying. I swear on everything that I could possibly swear on. That's I was fair. trying to get That's into fair. it. I wanted to so badly, because there's some interesting ideas in this game. Like, I like the cooperative worker placement part, where you're putting your guys out to get the resources. Yeah. That's cool. That's a great idea. Those are the kind of worker placements that I'm down for. I like the store. I love story driven stuff. Like half the games, I, I'm I'm I got a table right over here, Robbie. You, only you can see this, but over here, I have a table full of games. And to and, be fair, this game was very the the story component of this game was very rich. Um, very very. I am very I am very into story driven games. So yeah. I was I was into that part. What I was not into was the fucking food, health, people tracker. Uh, oh, the fucking furnace reset every fucking round. Why the fuck would this thing reset after the round? And you're probably going to tell me we did that wrong. But let's no, we, get to, we let's get to that. We actually did that right. We actually did oh, that okay. right. Oh, okay. Let's get to that in a second. But, uh, yeah, I was done. Like an hour into this, I was done. I wanted this to be over. There was a part where Tim was like the thing he was in charge of. He's like, oh, that makes us lose the game. I literally just went, oh, darn, okay, well, <laughs> we could have done better. Oh, well, let's, what can we do? And then Toby yeah. says, no, wait, 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 wait. No, you did that wrong, Tim. It's supposed to be this. And he went, oh, you're right. Yeah. No, we're good. And I was like, <sighs> fuck. In my mind, I was like, motherfucker. Okay. So we went another round, and then the thing that Tim thought that happened did happen. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. the game was over. And I was so fucking relieved. And I really wanted to like this game. I swear to you, I did. That's it fair. Looks, it looks interesting. The tower is cool. Oh, we didn't... I didn't really... So, okay, you did the tower. I might need you yeah. to explain that part. What was... Okay. What were we putting into the tower and what were we trying to do? So, um, before we do that, uh, the thing that um, I wanted to bring out was that Toby did the, kicks, the, the big Kickstarter edition. He spent shit ton of money and he got minis for everything for the for the land pieces um the meeples were wooden which was awesome um the 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 furnace itself was station stationary for everybody so everybody got that you know but the huts the buildings the automatons oh yeah that's right yeah instead yeah, of instead now, of yeah. getting your your normal like, like wooden the... meeple version or you know standee like standees he... He went all in. He got the special one. That's um, right. Yeah, and they were they were beautifully designed. Just those beautiful. were nice. I admit, so, yeah, those parts were nice as well. So yeah. the furnace, the way the furnace works is, um, I was dropping little cubes, black cubes, which represented coal. Uh -huh. And here's the thing that sucks about that: um, if you look inside the furnace, 
it is designed where there are slabs that go in in different directions. Right, right. And if the slabs get caught, then they don't come down to the bottom. If they do come down to the bottom, you have to put them on the furnace tracker. And after, uh, I think it was 10, after yeah. 10 pieces are put on there, the, the furnace quote-unquote breaks. And okay. that sucks. We had that happen in our second game. Um, but there was a piece that we, you know, both games that I played, both, both times I played this, we never, we never got this piece. It was an additional piece that you put on right on top inside. And the way it works is it kind of has like a V shape. So it's a, it's a, um, a cross and within the cross are V shapes, like, like, um, like gutters. Okay. So you could, you could essentially just drop a coal piece one by one on the gutter and hold it. Okay. You know, okay. We, both times I played this, we never got it. Um, it would have been great to have because it would have saved us so much headache, so many headaches. <laughs> but okay. Yeah, I was both times I played, I was in charge of the furnace. And after the second time, I picked up a lot on the first time that you and I played. Mm -hmm. And so if, 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 and I say this with a large berth here, Jason, okay. if we play this a third time. <laughs> And this is why I said a large. I know, bird. I know, I know. Because you laugh, I would still play. You know, the furnace, uh, the advisor of the furnace, because <clears> I, I've, I think I've mastered it. You know. Okay, that's fair, and that's totally fair. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let me give my thoughts, and then I'll let you go on things we did wrong when you played again. Um. Because I'm very curious. I mean, you kind of told me, but I. I, I, I yeah, there was it. one major. It, it's gonna um, set, yeah, go, just just yeah. Okay, yeah, I like I said, I am not super into heavy games. I I don't. I yeah, I'm willing to Yet give. You played this the, war of mine. Well, I don't even think that's that super. It's that's heavy no, in a depressing isn't. manner. And no, 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 no. There's two different I'm things. I'm gonna buy Wait. you a copy. I'm gonna buy you a copy of this game for Steam. All right. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the video game. I've not played the video game. But the board game version of this War of Mine, I think it's I, I can handle that. It's that's time a, if that if that's heavy, that may be maybe that's the heaviest game that I can do. And I don't even think that's that complicated, because uh, I've had uh, Felicia um, play it, and she's she definitely hates, not. She hates games like that, and she's not a board games. gamer, and she is into this War of Mine. Um, she she will play with us at Gen Con, so you know it can't be you know. I don't think that's that super heavy. So if that's the heaviest game, then that's the heaviest game I've gone. This feels heavier it than is. this War of Mine. It the is. board game. I'm not talking about the video game or the board game. It is. Because there's just so much shit happening that you got to manage. Um, Supposedly you can solo this game and you have to be fucking crazy to solo the fuck out of this game. Like, how do mm -hmm. you manage mm -hmm. seven fucking boards and cards mm -hmm. and pieces and tracks? It's very toned down. Like, what? What the fuck? And then I just I I just could not get into it. There was just so much happening. That's fair. It was That's fair. It was it was just yeah. It I it, it hurt me. It physically it physically and mentally hurt me. So Jason, um, show, show me on the box where this game hurt you. Uh, I'm gonna circle my head. <laughs> circle. I'm gonna circle my heart, and then a little bit on my dick. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um. <sighs> Will I give this a, a second for me a second chance? I don't. You and Toby would have to really, 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 really convince me 
to try to do this again. Because okay. I think if right now he messaged me or YouTube came up to me and said, hey, let's play Frostpunk again, I would probably say no. Um, It's going to take a lot of convincing to to get me to do this again. So that that's that's where I stand. Okay. I, I and I would be okay if I never played this again. If this if this was just a what if what wait if wait this, wait if, no, yeah. if this was just if this was a game that you guys bust out when I can't come to game night because <laughs> there are some games that you guys bust out when I there don't are. make it. Whether it's because you're doing a legacy game and I didn't want to be part of it or I couldn't be part of it or it's just some other game I'm not into or something like I would be okay. If this is the game you guys play when I'm not available to, to be fair we night. bust out marvel a lot when you're not around and see but i like that game i'm just not always there yeah, but anyway okay but anyway it's gonna take a lot of convincing to get me to play it again that's, that's where fair. i stand that is where i stand it is it is beautifully made i'm not gonna <laughs> knock that it's there is a cool part into it somewhere in there the story parts are cool um, from what I remember for the story part was neat. You do have to make some decisions with story. Like I remember we had to like, we had like some guy going around murdering people and we had to decide if we wanted to kill the guy that was murdering people or just let him like exile him. We had right. to decide about right. that. That was cool. I like yeah. that part. I like that part. I like the worker placement part. Everything else. I, I, it was just I am dummy against. thick in thought. Exactly, and I am not okay. a smart man. I am admitting that right here. No, I'm not that you smart. you don't give me enough credit. <laughs> Trust me. But um, so yeah, that's that's where I stand. It is beautifully made. It looks cool. The miniatures were cool. The little buildings were cool. The right, the tower. Right. Um, did t- did Toby paint the tower? Or no, I don't. No, know. no, none he of this stuff was painted. Okay, I couldn't remember. Um, because I thought he would have. But anyway, that decide the point. Um. Right. The tower was cool, and I liked I liked dropping things into towers. Return to Dark Tower, fucking love that game. I've not played it. I want to play. Oh, it. we'll have to set that up because that Year's now Eve, that's uh, that's a tower that I'm down to play for. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. New New Year's Eve, Shauna was talking about popping that out, and I was like, mm, I might have to go there, New Year's Eve. Um, but we're doing something New Year's Eve at Rabbit Hole. Rabbit Hole's doing its New I Year's know, Eve I know, stream. I know. Man. Okay, anyway, now. All right, I got to know, Rob. You got to tell me. Okay. Tell me about your second game with this and, you know, add in okay. what we did wrong, blah, blah, blah. So first off, I, first off, I want to start off by saying that um, we fucked up bad in the first game. But I also want to go. I'm looking at the Steam page right now, and I want to I want to describe this to the to the to the listeners. Frostpunk is a first society survival game. As the rulers, as a ruler of the last city on Earth, it is your duty to manage both its civil citizens and infrastructure. What decisions you make to ensure your society's survival will also, you know. I just screwed that up, but you know what? What will you do to ensure your uh, society's survival? What will you do to punish the breaking point? Who will become the pro? Who will you become in the process? And the the tags that are on this are. This is why I think maybe it, it hits you hard. It's a city builder. It's a survival game, strategy, resource management, post apocalyptic. There's steampunk involved. There's buildings. There's it's a simulation game um it's difficult there's a lot of choices there's management 
it is a very thick game. So, when we play this, we... The rule book was very kind of... I don't want to say very. I want to say it was kind of 50-50. Some things didn't make sense. Some things did. Toby said that he played it before, and he didn't even get to round four. Huh. Um, he got to, like, round three, and then, you know, just everybody died. Yeah. Um. So when I talk about this game, I want to talk, like, the game is built... The game is built around, like, a crater, Think of a crater in the middle of the Antarctic, right? Okay. And so you have the furnace in the middle, and then you have three rings around the furnace, the inner, the middle, and the outmost. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right. There's tiles. So, so when, you, um, when you feed the furnace, to a certain point, it will heat up the middle it'll heat up you know the the begin well the inner the middle and then the outer the problem is if you send a worker out to go collect resources and it's not heated that worker quote-unquote gets sick another thing that happens and we we did this both games and we found that it was very beneficial is to get um, the heated lamps when we um, uncover snow. That is an element of the game. To uncover snow means you you find tiles of resources. Um, we did that early in the second game, and we found it was very beneficial because less people got sick. The more people get sick, it sucks ass, because if they get sick, then there's a possibility of them dying. If there's a possibility of them dying, then they go up on the death track. If you get 10 to the death track, game over, right? Mm. Um, what we did wrong, Jason, me and you in our game, is the decision of child labor. <laughs> yeah. So we thought, you know, being, you know, our, our game that we played, we were trying to be the <clears throat> altruistic um, ruler of the city. We were trying to do, you know, the Willy Wonka version or, you know... Um, <laughs> The Wizard of Oz. You know, we were trying to <laughs> save the people. Yeah. So we thought children should not work because the problem we had was if we didn't make them workers, we had like eight children um, that uh, would take up four shelters because it was two per shelter, right? Um, and I'll explain shelters here in a bit. Um so we got this child house, right? You know, we got an orphanage and they can go in there. And we put the orphanage right in the first inner, you know, the inner area. That way, no matter what, it's always it's always heated because the kids are the future. I do believe the children are the future. Yeah, we fucked that up. The second game I played, we put those kids to work. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm fair. sorry, little Timmy. I'm yeah, sorry, little no, Betty. That's but fair. That's fair. ass has got to go to... We found... Okay. So when you put the children to work, the only thing they can do is collect resources. Okay. Um, so we put them to work. And what we found that uh, there was an outpost that we had that if you put it in the middle of an area that has resources around it, the worker could collect an additional resource all around. So we didn't oh. do that. Oh, and another, okay. Another thing is... As far as workers, worker placement goes, you can only have, when you're collecting resources or when you're performing actions with your workers, it's one per building max. This does not include the sleep round, as I like to call it, 
because in most areas like um there were shelters there were bunks and there were houses shelters you could only fit two people in um bunks you could fit four people in and then houses you could fit like five people whatever you know so the number went up um when we played we thought we fucked up because there's just gonna be so many kids and we don't have enough you know bunk house we don't have enough shelters but after the the one thing that you didn't talk about is the storm when the storm hits oh yeah that's right. um so when the storm hits it turns all the shelters into ruins because it just obliterates yeah. them yeah but yeah but there right. there are things you can do um there are laws that you could pass to make those shelters like you can put one meeple in that shelter you know that ruin um so yeah we messed up in our game because we didn't use the children as as workers um in the second game like both games like the first objective we had was to build the beacon right Mm -hmm. we built the beacon we were good then we had to figure out like we had to go all the way to you know the lost city of zion to figure out what happened you know okay um and we in our first game we didn't have enough workers to do that that's where the children came in okay because on the on the on the board that Tubby was using he was every round that we went through it was either workers engineer or children that were going to get potentially get sick right? right or we had to feed if we didn't feed them they would starve and that was a big problem so what we did was we put a lot of um hunters posts out there Okay. So we could always go out and get at least four food per person, and that worked great. Okay. Um, we never ran out of food. Well, we ran out of food like maybe once or twice, but it wasn't as bad as like, oh, crap, we got 28 workers to feed, and we only have 14 food. We're fucked. Yeah. I think at the most, we had, we were at one point, we had five people that we couldn't feed next round, but we doubled that like as soon as we started. Um. Okay. Let's see here other other potential problems we made we didn't go to the outer ring fast enough um so the when you play this game you have to uncover snow as fast as possible to collect resources Mm -hmm. and as soon as you do the inner ring what we thought was okay you could do an inner ring but we can't get to the outer ring well we can but we would be screwed so there were three areas that we really the game focuses you you have to go out into these areas um there's two coal areas and there's a wood area this is the problem that we had that we me and you when we played this game we didn't do this right okay the coal mine if we if we put a coal driller we put a drill in there we send somebody out there they get six coal resources every time they go out there and it's the same with the wood so we built the coal we put the coal miner the the machine and then we built the um the the tree cutter so we were getting wood and 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 we were getting coal both times we also got to the point where we could build an automaton um we had to build a workshop and that automaton was great because the automaton doesn't take food doesn't worry about getting cold so we were having going at places where we know that if we had a worker, that worker would have died. Problem was, and one thing you didn't talk about was um, a, a Tom Tom requires a steam engine to build. 
I don't remember the automaton when we played. That's why. We didn't. We didn't build an automaton. Oh, okay. Okay. So when we play this game, when, when the listeners play this game, there are resources you have to think about. You have to think about wood, coal, um, food, and steam cores. The steam cores build like the coal miner machine, and they build the, the beacon. <clears throat> Excuse me. I apologize. And they build the woodcutting machine. Problem is... You only start when the game starts. You only get like two of them on the board, and you uncover more by uncovering snow. Like, yeah, I forget that there's a tile laying element to this right. game where you go out to explore further out, and then there's tiles that you put down. I also right. do like tile like like this like I the only game I can compare it to, and this is a very lame comparison. I'm going to fully admit what Carthago. No, uh, Betrayal at House on the Hill. <laughs> no, that's not. I would have said. Carson I just think that's a, lame. But that no, too. No, no. Yes, that I love, too. I love betrayal. I hate. Carson. I do too. I do too. I like betrayal. So, but um, it's, it's kind of like that. The, the The problems that we had comparing the second game to the first game is we didn't pass the right laws at the right time. Okay. And ironically, ironically, I can't remember this guy's name to the life of me. But when I played this the second time, I played it with a lawyer. Oh, Patrick. Patrick, right. His emphasis is in board game law. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's totally <laughs> so, I played. I played stuff with him before. To me, it was fucking hilarious playing this with him. Because it was <laughs> a couple times he'd be like, well, you know, to play devil's advocate, guys. Um, this. <laughs> and the first time he said that, he goes, look, to play devil's advocate, I say we make these kids fucking work. <laughs> And I was I was not going to argue with him in any way, shape, or form. You know, mm. I was like, "Fuck it, yeah, put the kids to work." Because last time they yeah. killed us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, the the mistakes we made, we never went out to the third ring. Yeah. Um, we never had the kids work because that right there really did kill us. Um, yeah. We were able to pass more laws. Um, we found okay. So one thing that we did wrong, Jason. Um. On one of the boards is a hope and despair tra- track. Yeah. Um, hope is happiness. Obviously, despair is sadness. And a right. lot of the uh, the the cards that are built into this game that help drive the story are based on hope and despair. Right. Now, hope is um, there's a lot of factions. There's a lot of things in between this. Like hope is um, community, law, all this stuff. And right. what we were doing is when we exhausted Hope, we threw it back into the bag. We weren't supposed to do that. We were supposed to flip it over. Oh, so at one that's point we had, huge. That's huge. Because at one point we had like huge. four Hope track and we had like one despair and we were like throwing the Hope away. Yeah. So we botched it there big time. Yeah, that is really huge. Okay. Because in the game itself, in, in the card game, there are a lot of cards like if your hope is greater than your despair, do the following. Yeah. And for each each section of hope, it would give us a benefit. And there was one card that oh man, it just made us it broke the game for us at one point. We were like, yeah. okay, we are so far here because we, we got so many resources. You know? Okay. okay. So we bought ship the kids we yeah. botched up the hope and despair track. Yeah. Okay. On the second game, we <sighs> messed up because we broke the furnace. <laughs> oh, that sounds important, man. I don't think you should be doing that. Oh, it hurts so bad. It hurts oh, so God. bad because yeah. on the furnace there there are three 
there are three tracks within the furnace track um uh inner ring uh outer ring uh middle ring and then within those connected to those are like you know yellow orange and red yellow things are like tents orange things are like the bunkhouses uh-huh. and red things are like the big buildings that you know it's if it's heated it you know no matter what if it's in the inner ring the red's automatically heated because it's a big building it's structurally sound you know whereas yeah. the tents the tents are going to be like the you know even if it's in the middle ring it's connected to the outer ring because they're tents the wind's gonna blow them away you know uh-huh Pretty, you know, I'm sorry, Jason Voorhees is going to come in and stab you during the snowstorm if you're having sex. Um, well, I wish that happened. I would fucking play this. In, I would play this in a fucking heartbeat if that happened. So, yeah. So, um, those were the biggest things that botched us. You know, when we broke the furnace, uh-huh. it really messed us up because it pushed all the, the tracks within the furnace up like, like three spaces, making it almost okay. physically impossible to manage. Okay. And it... We had to right. flip it over, and if we broke it again, we lost the game. So there, there are several ways to lose the game. Um, getting your death track up to ten, breaking the furnace twice, having yeah. the storm come in at the most inappropriate times. But one thing you also didn't talk about were the technologies that we could create. Okay. Um, one technology that we both created both times was the uh, the heated lamp. So when we go out and we uncover snow. We don't get sick when we do it. When we first started the game, someone was getting sick because, you know, they're going out with no heat. The snow is coming on them. They're getting sick. They're catching the cold, right? So we did that both games, found it beneficial. Uh, The other thing we did, um, gosh, I can't remember what it was. It was like four rounds. But Uh um, one thing we noticed is that we didn't, when we do stuff in the game, we could pump that into the technology track and we didn't do that on our game okay so all right yeah we learned a great deal from our me and toby learned a great deal from our first game that we didn't do in the second game got it so all right well, like my my overall thoughts of this game i i really want to buy the digital game because i really want to play it and see how it works okay. um i would say jason give it another shot give it just at least another try but here's uh... the catch here's the catch we do it on a day where you have nothing going on, like in the middle of the day. We started at noon, you know. <laughs> that way, you you're fresh. You could have a couple of java before you start. Yeah. Um, and seeing how me and Toby have played, ooh, excuse me, I got the hiccups. Seeing how me and Toby have played before, we know where we fucked up. You know, we can help guide you. Um, it won't it won't be like the first I I, I don't I'm not gonna say that you won't enjoy the second one, but okay. you will feel a little more alleviated. I and okay. it, it is said <laughs> Toby right. Toby read somewhere in the book um that you have to play this game at least three times to officially enjoy it. Because uh, the, the first two times you're gonna fuck up both ways, you know. I hate stuff like that. But you know, it's it's a learning curve. This game is you know, 11-bit studios, the way they make their games, they're all based on a learning curve. Like, this War of Mine, the board game version of it, when you guys were playing it, and I joined in last year, yeah. this year, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? You know, I, 
after about an hour into it, I felt how like you felt. I was like, um, I'm just gonna go with the, the flow. I gotta go pee, guys. Really? Take my turn. I did. Really? But I would play it wow. again because it. See, I like this war. As weird as that sounds, I like this war of mine. But see, I, I know go. I knew going into this war of mine that it was very thick. It was very heavy. Um, it Man, was not. It heavy? It's very story heavy. And well, yeah, very, but I mean, it, that's about it. Like, see, to me, okay, maybe our definitions of a heavy game are different. To me, a heavy well, game is like Frostpunk, where there's right, right, multiple right, right. boards. You got to manage multiple things all at once. You got to keep an eye on this. I agree. Keep with an you eye now. on that. Um, <laughs> I agree with you now. <clears throat> I don't see Con, anything like that in this war of mine. Right, but at Gen Con, I have never played a game like this war of mine. So when I played this War of Mine, I thought it was just really heavy, thick, and, and just really hard to play. Now playing Frostpunk, I can safely say that this War of Mine is like, you know, a vent, you know, a, a <coughs> mocha, uh, God, I don't want to say it, just a, a small <laughs> compared to, you know, a vente um, game-wise. So overall, I, I the... The theme of the game is really it's it's very rich. The okay. the minis, if you opt to get all the minis, you, you if you cough like three hundred bucks on this game, you know you're gonna get all the minis. Yeah. The yeah, one thing yeah. that we, you we didn't we were not able to get in our first game were the automatons, and I said this like I said this before. During the second game, we made a choice to only get one automaton, and not two because we got the coal mine, but that automaton helped us a lot it's a it's a basically a free worker that doesn't require (laughs) any food any sleep you know the one thing i would say is if they were to redo the game the automaton should be able to do things during the night that we couldn't do you know Hmm. but all right overall i i overall i like this game i think i think it was fun okay Okay. it's one of those games where yeah like you got to play it two or three times to really like get a fundamental grasp but after that, hmm. you're going to get further and further into the game, you know? All right. I just don't – I am I feel like everything – like, people say that about TV shows. They're like, oh, you got to watch, like, four episodes, and then, like, that's where it's going to grab you. Like, I feel like TV shows need to grab you on episode one. And that's well, the same for – I feel like two. for – One or two. Okay, or two. I feel like board games should be, like – you sh- like I get like maybe your very first game you're gonna fuck things up, oh, and then yeah. maybe the second time you should be able to get a grasp on it. But if you gotta play it three, four, or even five times, okay. I think like I, there's a problem. Well, okay, so here's 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 an example of TV shows that I can give you a better better idea. Okay, okay, Andor versus Willow. Okay, I've not seen either. They're both Disney movies. Andor, yeah, I yeah, watched yeah. the entire series. I still can't stand the guy. You know, okay. there's no okay. reason why they should have made a series after him. All right. He died in Rogue One. He was a bitch. I'm sorry. I, I don't care if you get pissed. It's, it is what it is. Right. Willow, it's a TV series now. It comes right after the, the movie. And I was hooked after the... I was like, okay, the first episode was good, but after the second episode, I was like, fuck yes, I love this, you know, because it was just the writing was great, you know. 
okay. when I play Frostpunk, I think the same thing. Like the first time I played it, I'm like, ah, 50-50. Second time I played it, I was like, okay, I can see the benefits of this game. This is not something I would bring out to every gameplay. But it's also like like um Gloomhaven, you know, we've you know, a lot of people play Gloomhaven and they you know, we play the online game and we play it, you know, religiously yeah. when we play it. Yep. It's one of those games where you pop it out with people like, okay, you can play this no matter what. This is how the character is. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah, no. And and people have said Gloomhaven is Gloomhaven maybe is the heaviest game I've played. I'll, I'm not gonna lie. There's it a is, lot happening in Gloomhaven. Heavy. There's yeah, so there you go. To answer that question, to anyone out there listening, maybe complaining about me hating on Frostpunk, Gloomhaven at up to this point was the heaviest game that I have played. And I am really into Gloomhaven. I love Gloomhaven. I, I am I, I play the digital game all the time. I try to have a YouTube channel based on Gloomhaven Digital. Uh the yeah, I that so there you go. So there's my basis, I guess. So I guess maybe maybe I'll say maybe to try it again. I'm and that's fair. That's completely I, fair. I I I I don't know. The mood and might the mood might have to strike me. You might have to catch me in a good mood. You might have to catch me in a very vulnerable state where I'm just kind of you know like up to just down. You know I'm down for anything. So fuck it. Well, let's here's just here's do the it. funny thing. Like after playing it the first the second mm-hmm. round, me and Toby were talking about it. And we were like, you know. Toby was like, yeah, I don't think Jason would ever play this again. And Toby was like, I feel kind of bad. I feel, I feel kind of guilty for having to play it because he just didn't seem like he enjoyed it. And I was like, I don't see, know. that's I why I was. Like, I thought like he was asleep. Like he was sleepy. You know, it could have been a bad day. It was just it. Well, it was half between. You know, I got off of work, and yeah. then just hearing the heaviness yeah. of this game, just like ah, 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 you know. So like, yeah, that didn't help. It is, but fair. yeah, the game... and, and that was. That was why I was trying to like it for Toby's sake because yeah. you know I I didn't want to and it's not his fault he didn't do anything wrong it's it's right, the no. game it's not Toby the game and all. the rules are very dummy thick they're very I think, heavy you know I think Toby did a good job explaining oh, stuff yeah. yeah yeah if he and if he missed anything I don't think it was his fault no. it wasn't intentional you know shit just happens There's there were a things lot that going happened. on right there were things that happened in our second yeah. game where the lawyer looked at it and like I think you're doing it wrong and Toby's like fuck oh okay well so yeah i don't blame toby at all i don't even want to blame the game i i will say it's probably me it it most likely is just me this is just not a game for me and it's okay you know not every game is for every person right you know you don't have to like you know rob there's probably stuff i've had you play you probably were like oh that fucking sucked and i was that's fine i can't think of anything off the top of my head but home alone Okay, and I kind of think it's a cute game. And I think Home Alone's a cute game. So, okay, yeah, that's fair. There you go. Um, but, you know, yeah, not every game's for every person. Yeah. If you're into Frostpunk, this is your jam. You love it. You do it every weekend. You you marathon it. Cool. Rock on, man. I, I love you for it. Keep going. I... I It'll it's gonna take some convincing to get me to do it again. This so. is one of those games where yeah. it does require a um a very dedicated, you know, community. Um Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you need to play this often. And the more yeah. that's the thing, like the more you play, the more you understand. It's not like like um potion explosion. I'm just looking at a game I have where I can sit there. <laughs> And explain it to you in five <laughs> minutes, and you're like, "Oh, okay, I know that." You know, it's not like yeah, uh, yeah. legendary. 
it's it's a game where it does require it's almost uh i would say that it's almost arch it almost requires an rpg mind because you that gotta have to yeah you that gotta have be. a dm in this game you gotta have somebody who's dedicated time in management yeah. to know this game to okay. fully affect and understand it all right that's fair so all right, so that's that's our t- uh, look at uh, Frostpunk, the board game, based on a uh, video game uh, that I've never heard of before. I did look at it at Steam. It's like five bucks right now. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's, it's ten bucks. It's ten bucks. It's, sorry, 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 sorry. It's ten dollars on Steam. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm... Do I want to spend ten bucks on normally, I, I'm going to um, think about it. Normally... I got until the fifth to think about it. So Yeah, normally it's like thirty bucks. It's on sale for like... Eight bucks eight, right now. Eight dollars, yeah. So, all right. Well, there we go. We're gonna we're gonna end there. Uh so everybody, thank you very much for listening. Yep. Uh please, audibletrial.com slash rabbit hole pod. Go check out Audible for thirty days free. Uh after that, fifteen bucks a month. You download any audiobook, podcast, original show. Uh you get to keep anything you download, even if you cancel the subscription. Uh, also check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash rabbit hole pods, three bucks a month. You get early access to episodes, great bonus content to check out and all that jazz. All right. That's going to do it for this episode. Rob, thank you so much uh, for doing this with me. Uh, everyone out there, thank you so much for listening and, uh, we will catch you next month. Adios. I'm going to get in covers. Copyright 2022 Rabbit Hole Podcasts, rabbitholepodcasts.com.